Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, good morning. Five minutes past the hour. Welcome to the month of June. You should notice significantly less traffic today because the kids are absolutely positively done, at least around here. Welcome to the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Ryan Carter over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. David Allen back on Monday. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to get to much other than the big stories. There are so many. A huge day. What shall we talk about? In no particular order. A um, guy from Pennsylvania, in fact, from Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, arrested just blocks from the White House inside the former post office, which uh, was turned into, I guess, Trump International Hotel. Officers seized a Glock 23 and a Bushmaster assault rifle with 90 rounds. He was arrested uh, near Pennsylvania Avenue shortly after midnight yesterday. That could have been bad. Not using his name. Not going to. President, as you heard, expected to pull out of the Paris Agreement. Everybody's in a dither about it. Elon Musk saying he's pulling out of an advisory council if the president does it. Okay, Elon, see you. The Paris Agreement, which we entered into under President Barack Obama, is a series of promises. From a publicity standpoint, I think we ought to just stay in it and just don't live up to the promises. I'm just saying. Um, Voluntarily reducing greenhouse gas emissions by 26 to 28 percent as of 2025. Uh, Reminding you that uh, carbon dioxide is not carbon monoxide. The former is necessary for life. The latter can kill you. We're not talking about carbon monoxide. All of this is primarily revolving around CO2. And CO2 is a necessary building block for life. Have to have it. And I am convinced that most people don't know the difference. More on that in a few minutes. Apparently, James Comey is going to testify as early as next week in the Senate that the for, that uh, President Donald Trump pressured him to end his investigation of Michael Flynn. Was that because, first, there's apparently a memo that, that has it in writing. That's bad. Was it because Flynn was going to quit? I, I don't know. I don't know enough, but that's that's out there. That's a story. CNN has terminated Kathy Griffin 
from its roster, involvement in a couple of programs that it does. Uh, Kathy Griffin has also lost her endorsement deal with Squatty Potty. Great product, honestly. This is not me joking. They design bathroom products, and they've terminated their agreement, which was less than a month old, because of it. Oh, well. ESPN photoshopped the mugshot of Tiger Woods. Why? What was the point? They say they had to Photoshop it in order to make it fit on the screen. Whatever. Everybody else managed. No, seriously. What would... What, what? Did they edit something out? Well, they just doctored his photo. They cleaned up his hair. They made him look not so bad. Speaking of ESPN, John Clayton, NFL insider guru, done. He's been laid off. Keeps his radio show at a uh, ESPN affiliate, not owned by Disney, but he's not bitter. He's fine. He said they've been great to me over the years. Hillary Clinton still cannot take responsibility for the loss. You should hear what she is saying now. Man. And bounty hunters found a fugitive. It went badly. It's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Preston Scott Show, all three, two bounty hunters and the fugitive, dead. It happened in a car dealership northeast of Dallas. Bad, bad, bad stuff. There you go. I told you there was a bunch. Lots to talk about 10 minutes past the hour on the morning show. The questions you want the answers to. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 11 minutes past the hour. Second hour of the program, Jeremy Mutz, episode 9, Sims Family Murders. Also next hour, Dr. Uh, hour, Dr. Steve Steverson, pause for thought. Let's look at this date in history, June the 1. In response to the Boston Tea Party, Britain closes the port of Boston in 1774. In 1789, President George Washington signs the first act of Congress which dealt with oaths of office for public officials. On this date, Kentucky becomes the 15th state. Tennessee becomes the 16th. That happened in 1792 and 1796, respectively. It was on this date in 1813, Captain James Lawrence gives his last command. Don't give up the ship! And um, on this date in 2009, GM... Files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Of course, uh, thanks to you taxpayers, everything worked out, sort of, for GMs. There you go. Speaking of cars, trucks, SUVs, vehicles cluttering the roads, would you, if you had the option, take a personal flying machine to work instead of your car. If it would fit in a parking spot, had safety features that made it safer than a helicopter, but flew like a helicopter, just infinitely safer, would you? Big yes for me. 
My biggest concern would be above-ground utility poles. If you're flying into work before the sun comes up or going home after the sun goes down, that would be a concern to me. Don't know how you get around that. But there is the sure fly. It is it has been made. It has been flown. It is awaiting FAA inspection approval processes which can take years. Costs under $200,000. Carries two people, can fly up to 70 miles. So perfect for commuting. It's like 70 miles on a tank. I'm assuming it's combustion engine. With a battery backup. Instead of it being a traditional helicopter, it is, in essence, consider it a massively large drone. Instead of one main rotor and then the tail rotor, which keeps the helicopter from spinning... I talked about that with my wife over the weekend. I know that helicopter pilots will vehemently disagree with me, but I would much rather have an engine malfunction with an airplane than with a helicopter, but that's me. Helicopter pilots will tell you that, that main rotors are nothing but a series of wings and that a skilled pilot can manage that. I don't doubt that whatsoever. I'm just telling you personally I would prefer to be in an airplane in that situation. But it's got eight props, so you could lose two or three of them and still fly or land safely. The Surefly also has a five-minute battery backup, so if the engine, the combustion engine, fails, it immediately converts to, in essence, a hybrid, and the battery powers the motors until you, you get down. Wow. That's that's remarkable. That's where we are, technologically speaking. If you want to look it up and invest, Steve Burns, the CEO, would love to have you. It's called Surefly. S-U-R-E-F-L-Y, one word. 16 minutes past the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. You, the facts. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Yeah, the uh, Facebook page, Facebook.com, Preston Scott Show. The um, the video there is kind of rough. I mean, you don't you don't see anything really. You see two bounty hunters that have tracked down their suspect to a car dealership northeast of Dallas in a city called Greenville, Texas. And uh, and and these are bounty hunters that know their business. Unfortunately, they didn't know the the suspect, and it was just that was just poorly done, man. And uh, fortunate others did not get hurt, but the two bounty hunters suspect both ended up dead, uh, or all three ended up dead. Um, but the encounter is uh, is there. You can take a look at it, and uh, it'll be one of the many things we'll talk about in our next personal defense segment on Wednesday next week. The um, the alleged mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, I say alleged because he's elected, but he doesn't do anything. 
yesterday spoke at the Capitol Tiger Bay Club, got peppered with a few questions, but he chose to uh, talk a lot about climate change. Made some statements that were typical for Andy. Just, he, he said, instead of burying our heads in the sand, we should go down to Collins Avenue in Miami Beach. We're on a non-rain day. They're closing down the street due to high tide. Make no mistake, climate change is happening, and it's threatening our state's future. Um, can I just ask a question about that? First of all, yes, there have been lunar high tides that have been remarkably high when we had a, a real close encounter with the moon. Remember that? It was a really big deal. And yes, there were remarkably significant tidal activity that happened as a result of that. High tide coinciding with it, and it caused some flooding. Um, I'm just curious. Miami Beach is just over three feet above sea level. New Orleans is under sea level. One to two feet. Is it fair for me to ask that if the sea levels are rising, it would be rising all over the world, right? I mean, it's it's a giant, it's nothing but interconnected pools of water, these oceans. And that includes the Gulf. And so if the rule of displacement is what it is, first and foremost, if you fill a glass with ice and add water, as the ice melts, it doesn't overflow the cup. You get my point? It just, it's no longer melting, so the water's less displaced, the ice becomes water, and it levels itself out. So the whole melting of the ice thing doesn't make sense. But where they have a point is when they say, well, we're talking about glaciers that are on land or whatever that are falling into the ocean and melting. Okay, I'll give you that. If that's happening at such a, a, a high number that it's causing sea levels to rise because we're adding all of this, first, I don't I don't believe that's true because the ice sheet is growing. Every prediction and let me let me state this real clearly. Every single prediction in Al Gore's movie Inconvenient Truth has not come true. Not one. So that wasn't settled science, was it? But let me go back to the sea level thing. I mean, Miami Beach isn't the only city that has coastal property, right? There are all kinds of cities along beaches all over the country, both coasts and the Gulf. I mean, Florida's just a giant peninsula surrounded by water on, in essence, three sides. But but let's go back to New Orleans. If if temperature if sea levels are truly rising, why isn't there nonstop constant flooding in New Orleans? Can anyone explain that? Andy is very very bad for the state of Florida. He said, we're out of time. From stronger storms to prolonged droughts and raging wildfires, Florida's feeling the direct effects of climate change today. Really? And all those hurricanes Al Gore said we were going to have and more and more powerful because of... And my point is, we're going to have a spate of hurricanes again. It'll happen. 
But in the time that Al Gore promised they would happen, they haven't. They just haven't. And sadly, Andrew Gillum is just so ill-informed. But he's a, he's an illiberal. What do you expect? He's got a playbook. He's got to stay by it. Remember, not one of Al Gore's promises. Promises based on settled science came true. So the science wasn't settled. 27 minutes after the hour. Time for news. Always looking for the truth. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Half hour from now, we'll talk about the Sims family murders. Jeremy Mutz, former state prosecutor, joins me again. Episode nine: Other suspects. Were there other suspects in the case? The answer is yes. There were others that were being looked at. We've talked about the previous uh, in previous episodes about the main suspects, and you can all uh, you can listen to the entire thing. We've done a really cool thing. Good job, David Allen. We have uh, we've taken each individual segment, and they're available. So if you missed one or two, boom, you just listen to those, and then we're compiling them as we go into one audio documentary. So you can listen to all of them at once. Just stream them all. It's awesome. So check out the podcast page on the uh, audio page at WFLAFM.com. That's where you need to go. Uh, It is not on all of this show's websites, but on that one in particular, WFLAFM.com. That's where you would want to go. Big stories in the press box. Guy arrested near the White House, had uh, guns and a lot of ammo. Uh, was he seeking the president? Guy from Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, arrested just blocks from the White House. He was inside Trump International Hotel, had a Glock 23. And uh, actually, I don't know if he had these on his person, but they were in his vehicle in plain view. Can't do that. And a Bushmaster. 90 rounds of ammo as well. And uh, so there's... He's been arrested on gun charges, so we'll see what comes of that. Uh, The president expected today to announce pulling out of the Paris Agreement. This is giving uh, all the illiberals new fuel, (laughs) sorry, to uh, get angry. It is exactly what we need to do, except for the fact that it's a meaningless agreement. And so if I were the president, I would just go about systematically backing off of all the EPA regulatory headaches that is costing this country billions and billions of dollars in productivity, killing jobs, doing nothing for the environment. And I would leave Paris alone. That That's what I, my mind would be, Okay, is this agreement binding in any way? No, it's not. Cool. Let's just avoid the public relations headache and let's just keep doing what we're doing. Find me regulations that need to go away that are just strangling business. The EPA is killing industry and they're doing it fraudulently. 
We already know they made up stuff about fracking. Duke University did a study saying fracking does nothing to the water table. Nothing. It doesn't damage it in any way, shape, or form. The EPA doctored numbers, claimed it did. They made stuff up. It, and, and so I just, it's again, it's a, it's a difference in strategy. Um, I would, I would handle this differently than the president, but you could say that about a lot of things, to be honest, that I would probably handle differently. Um, I think you could be just as efficient in getting things done, but I think you could be more effective doing them differently. This could be quite the bombshell. It is being reported that James Comey, former FBI director, is going to testify to the Senate next week, perhaps, that President Donald Trump pressured him to end his investigation into Michael Flynn. And that there is written evidence. We'll see. That would be bad. That wouldn't look good. CNN terminates its relationship with Kathy Griffin, as does the business Squatty Potty. Although, honestly, it they do kind of work together. She's a potty mouth, so that it fits. There's more. We'll get to it. 40 minutes past the hour. Busy, busy Thursday on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Good morning. His job to keep you informed. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. All right, I'll go. I'll go there. 41 minutes past the hour. Uh, Kathy Griffin had an endorsement deal with uh, Squatty Potty. Now, Squatty Potty designs bathroom products, but the most notable, as, as it implies, is the Squatty Potty. Now, for those of you that do not know what the Squatty Potty is, I do, by the way, know. Um, Ryan was just telling me that uh, his girlfriend is a big believer in the Squatty Potty, and as a result, you have become a big fan of the Squatty Potty. I, it's not even that I'm a fan. I, I would say I endorse it. It's, it's, its claims are legitimate. A- absolutely. Here's what it's based on. The Squatty Potty is based on the notion that before the days of toilets, humans, when they would use Mother Nature to become its outhouse, would use their... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Legs differently and would literally squat. Pop a squat. 
to go to the bathroom and that it's how we're designed to go to the bathroom and therefore it is much better for you physically and easier for you to use the restroom that way. And so the squatty potty is in essence a stool, a a little platform that goes in front of the toilet that you put your legs up on and it, it, it mimics squatting outside. That would be the best way to put it. It puts you in a similar position, making going to the bathroom dos, number two, an easier thing to do. And for some of you, that may be exactly what you need to know. It's putting the nature back in the bathroom. There you go. So that's what a squatty potty is. Glad we've got that out there for you. And and according to endorsed by Ryan Carter, show show engineer of the morning show with Preston Scott. I hear they need a new personality. <laughs> I was just going to say, Ryan, you've got your opening. Hi, I'm Ryan Carter. I'm the show engineer for the morning show with Preston Scott. And I'll tell you, Preston talks about some things that get me, well, tied up. That and a good stick of cheese. So, is that how the endorsement would go? Waking up at 5.30 a.m. every morning. Can play havoc with anyone's system. <laughs> uh, some other big stories. Tiger Woods, uh, the uh, the sobriety test. I've got the short version. I've got it telescoped for you. And I am I am posting it on my blog page as we speak. And I mean literally, I'm I'm posting it in just mere moments. It'll be up by seven. Um, ESPN chose to Photoshop his image. They cleaned him up a little bit. Why? I don't understand why. Is it because they're trying to maintain relationship? You know, I was asked. In an email, why in the world local television stations are not doing their job and doing investigative reporting on city officials and the things that are going on with the mayor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this happens all over the country. It's not just in Tallahassee. It happens everywhere. And here's why. With few exceptions, they don't want to upset the people that give them stories. And so they just toe the line. They don't upset the people that they have to interview. It's why you don't become friends and why you don't have many friends if you're in news. You just don't have them. I remember Steve Stewart and I having a conversation years ago and he, the, you know, executive news editor of Tallahassee Reports, I said, Steve, in fact, I wrote an opinion piece for him. Being a reporter requires you not have, you don't have many friends. It just, it is the nature of the business. But wait till you hear what Hillary had to say about the the election. She can't say the words. That's next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. It's 46 minutes past the hour. Got you covered. Traffic and weather every 10 minutes. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA.
51 minutes past the hour, Thursday, June 1st. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning show. Great to be with you. I don't know if you've heard any of what Hillary's having to say. It is, it, 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 it's bordering on so sad. If you look at Facebook, uh, the vast majority of the news, news items posted were fake. They were connected to, as we now know, the 1,000 Russian agents who were involved in delivering those messages. They were connected to the bots uh, that are just out of control. Yeah, which we now know. Who's we? Who's the we, Hillary? Hillary actually says in this interview, I take responsibility for every decision I made, but that's not why I lost. Anti-American forces are going after our economy, and they're going after our unity as a nation. (laughs) I have to say, I never thought someone would throw out my entire career because I made a couple of speeches. Men got paid for speeches they made. I got paid for speeches I made. She is so totally, and and listen to me now, because some of you still think Hillary's the bomb. You, like her, are in total and complete denial. Hillary Clinton cannot bring herself, and neither can some, some, some of her followers, to understand. First, let's work backwards. It's not that you got paid, Hillary. I don't, we don't care if you got paid. It's the hypocrisy of who paid you. It's you railing against Wall Street and you taking money from Wall Street, just like Barack Obama. You're a capitalist. It's okay to admit it. It's The problem with admitting it is it doesn't work with your party's platform. I don't care that you got paid. I don't care you're a woman who got paid. Good on you. It's you're a hypocrite. That's the problem. Let's go to the campaign and the information that was released by email. She cannot get her mind around the fact that all of those emails Who cares who released them? I don't. The emails revealed dirty, deceptive, lying, perhaps criminal actions inside Hillary's efforts to become president. And it showed the Democrat Party complicit in those actions. That's what the email revealed. May I point out, Let's pivot this story just a little bit. Let's just say for giggles that the email had revealed people coming to Hillary saying, Hillary, you know, we can do this to Bernie. And she writes and replies or her, her, her highest level confidants, the, the, the John Podestas of the world, reply, no, no. 
Hillary, would n- that's not right. I want you to stop those activities. We're going to win this fair and square. If if we're doing something illegal, I want to know who's doing it. We're going to we're going to put an end to it. Blah, blah. If this had revealed her character in a good way, what do you think she'd be talking about right now? She wouldn't be talking about the Russians. She would be downplaying any Russian involvement if there was any. She would be upplaying the content of the email. Those emails revealed my character. Those emails. If those emails had revealed donations to charitable causes, and nothing but good works instead of insider payments and people getting quid pro quos. Don't you think she'd be talking about the contents of the email? Of course, because they'd be giving great credit to her character. But the emails did the opposite. And so she's not having a doggone thing to say about the contents of the email. And that's what's missing. I take responsibility for every decision I made, but that's not why I lost. Of course it is. You lost because of the decisions you made, your campaign made, and because of who you are. That's exactly why you lost. Unbelievable. the, The inability. And she's doubling down. It's time for news. It's the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Five minutes past hour number two of the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning, everybody. Thursday, June 1st. Program 3595 and counting. As we head closer and closer to uh, program 3600, which will be next week. Yay us. 16th year of doing the program. I am your host, Preston Scott. Over there in Studio 1A, Ryan Carter. David Allen at, out another couple of days today and tomorrow back on Monday. Big stories in the press box before we get to the rest of the show, which will include next hour, a visit with Dr. Peter Ray. Hurricanehunt.com is the website. And uh, Dr. Ray is um, kind of our our expert here when we need to uh, get some insight. He joined us during our hurricane coverage last fall when Hurricane Hermine came in the region and was an invaluable help to us. We'll get his thoughts on the season as it begins today. Hurricane season begins today. That's next hour. This hour, Dr. Steve Steverson will join me later on, pause for thought, talk about our pets. And in just a few minutes, Jeremy Mutz, former state prosecutor, Sims Family Murders, Episode 9, just moments away. The big stories, the president expected to announce the U.S. withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement. You know, first, let's just context everybody. The agreement. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And, and you know, I've gotten some, some texts here from some folks telling me that, you know, Rush was suggesting it was really more of a treaty um, that required, you know, being ratified. As it is right now, it is generally a gentleman's agreement, a pledge, a series of pledges to do X, Y, and Z. All of the things that come as a result of this are bad for business. They don't do anything to help the climate. And let me let me state up front, I, I just I think that we need to walk this line between being a really good steward of the of the many blessings that we have. And our environment's one of them. And walking that with business and our livelihood. And and here's a couple of realities. Even if the climate warmed a little bit, it's not disastrous. It's better for mankind. More people die due to cold than warm, than heat. More parts of the United States would, in fact, be able to grow crops year-round. More places around the world. But but that's if you subscribe to the notion we're getting warmer. Some say we're getting warmer. Some say, no, we paused in all of that. The earth is being the earth. I, I subscribe to the notion the earth is going to do what the earth is going to do. And that we just simply need to be responsible. And And if you look at the climate studies... The settled science that Al Gore based his entire wealth on. And he he gambled it all and won. A very wealthy man. Because he's he's basically pestered nations into buying into this idea that is not settled because none of his predictions have come true. None of them. And oh, by the way, take a look at how Al Gore lives. Again, I just the hypocrisy of it all just annoys me to no end. The um, probably the worst thing sitting out there for the president isn't going to be this. Now, I would not pull out of the Paris Agreement. I would just ignore it. That's what I would do. I would just keep telling my guys, "Do your thing." I tell my staff, "Do your thing." Let's let's make America great again. Let's be pro business. Let's be responsible. Let's be environmentally responsible, a good steward. That didn't, that didn't hurt. But the James Comey thing, the, the news out right now is that he is going to testify to the Senate publicly that the president pressured him to end his investigation into Michael Flynn and that there is written evidence to support it. Now, we'll see. That would that would that'd be a tough one. That would be bad. CNN terminating its agreement with Kathy Griffin. I think we need to be careful on this Kathy Griffin story. And I'll explain that as we go through the uh, program today. Remember, we're the ones that rail against political correctness. We just, I'm just saying, be careful. Choose your words wisely. Ten minutes past the hour. It's his opinion. He just happens to be right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. October 1966. Three members of the Sims family were murdered 
case has never been solved. This is the story. Episode 9, The Sims Family Murders. Joining me as always, former state prosecutor Jeremy Mutz. Jeremy, when we last left off, we had talked about the two main suspects, the young lady at the time that went by the name Morticia for reasons that are easily explained, her her liking of the things that were bizarre and rather dark, and then a gentleman named Vernon Fox Jr. But there were other suspects. Let's talk about them today. There were other suspects, Preston, and one of them was C.A. Roberts, who was a very dynamic young pastor at First Baptist Church. And that may be shocking to some people who think a pastor would be the suspect in a homicide, but he was. And to say that he was well-known in Tallahassee of 1966 is really an understatement. He was a celebrity, really, at that time, and First Baptist was the biggest church in town. Um, Their services were televised on WCTV, and he could fill up the church on Sunday night, which most churches don't have Sunday night services anymore, but he could fill the whole church. He was president of the Baptist Southern Baptist uh, Conference, Pastors Conference, chaplain of the FSU football team, handsome, about 37 years old. And he became a suspect about two weeks after the murders. Jeremy, why? Why was he considered a suspect? Rumors just went wild in a small city trying to come to terms with the worst crime in its history. And there were rumors that he changed clothes that night, had a different suit on later that evening. Um, Later on, that was proven to not be the case. Two witnesses, both of which I've spoken to, said that was not true. He had the same clothing on all evening. Um, There are other rumors that he had marks on his face, like scratches, like somebody had, you know, tried to defend themselves against him. That was not true either. Two witnesses also confirmed that with me. There were rumors that he was having an affair with Mrs. Sims because she was a secretary at First Baptist Church. Um, And the rumors often say that she was his secretary, um, but that wasn't true. She was the uh, associate pastor secretary. And Dr. Roberts was having an affair, but not with Mrs. Sims. He preferred much younger women, and he was involved with a divorced 25-year-old woman. So I think there's a real lack of motive there because the sheriff's office focused heavily on the love triangle angle, but there's not been any evidence of that. It's also, I think, worth pointing out, Jeremy, based on our previous visits, there's no evidence to suggest that Mrs. Sims had any opportunity to scratch out or or attack anybody. There was no sign of struggle inside the home, correct? That is correct. And and so where would the wounds come from? Uh, but those were some of the rumors. And uh, it was no secret at that time uh, that he had young women come in and out of his office at the church. Mm-hmm. And so his foibles kind of made him a suspect, as well as you know, his anti-segregationist stand that some of the deacons wanted to push him out. And so these rumors linking him to a homicide, you know, came along at maybe a useful time for some of his opponents. Plus, it was 1966, and this crime 
was so unusual in the life of Tallahassee. I would imagine it's a community that was sort of grasping at what in the world happened, looking for any possible option. Uh, Jeremy, we'll pick up right there. It's 16 minutes past the hour. It's The Sims Family Murders, Episode 9. We're talking about any other suspects in the case and focusing in on the former pastor of First Baptist Church, C.A. Roberts. More in just a moment. Weekend weather on the tens and the truth all the time. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Episode 9 The Sims Family Murders with former state prosecutor Jeremy Mutz. Talking about former pastor of First Baptist Church, Pastor C.A. Roberts, who was considered by some a suspect, Jeremy. Did law enforcement ever seriously consider him a suspect? And if not, why not? They did. I mean, they spent a lot of time on him. Uh, Larry Campbell had him under surveillance for quite a bit. Um, But the evidence really led him ultimately to clear him. And Larry Campbell has has said to uh, reporters as well as Dr. Roberts' family that he believed that he was cleared. Um, For one thing, C.A. Roberts has no history of violence, and it seemed that he lacked the ability to commit the crime because of the way the victims were tied up. Uh, there's actually kind of a funny story where C.A. Roberts bought a big boat a few years after the murders and thought he tied it to the dock, and then they look up and they find the boat floating in the middle of the lake out in Texas. Um, so he couldn't even tie up his own boat. But more importantly to law enforcement back in 66 is they drove the routes that he would have had to take from the football stadium to the Sims house, and they believed he couldn't have done it. They found him on the game film uh, of the game all four quarters. And that's important to – it's important to remind listeners, uh, Jeremy, he was at the game and so visible because he was the chaplain for the football team, correct? Right, and you see him on the sidelines. So they actually had – some of the players, like the quarterback, you know, Gary Padgett, you know, watch the game film with law enforcement and make sure he's there all four quarters, and in fact he is. Um, that, and then they drove the routes to try to see if he would have time, and they, law enforcement believed he could not have, have done it. Um, but, you know, some of his, his attitudes, some of his activities kind of made him an, an easy suspect. He had a giant picture of himself in his office, of him addressing the multitudes. It's almost like the Sermon on the Mount, but it's with Dr. Roberts. And, you know, he, he, can, he could kind of be a little bit much for some people. Um, but we also had a new witness that came forward in 2015 that we developed, and he was standing next to Dr. Roberts at the end of the game at 10.05, and that, that further tightened the timeline that he couldn't have... Um, got to uh, the sims house we've looked at it okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was there 
another reason to kill? I mean, was did he kill the family in order to cover up his indiscretions? Was he afraid that his other affairs would come to light? I mean, that's something that is an angle. Um, and there's information recently that somebody discovered a diary that may contain some information about Dr. Roberts. So I, I think there's things that need to be followed up, and I hope law enforcement will follow up. But it just seems that every single box that you check off that makes him a good suspect don't get checked off. He was caught with an adult woman in a car one time by where TPD is now. Police officer caught him in the car. But nothing that suggests that he had any kind of interest in underage girls and children. Um, or was capable of that level of violence. Right. He he was more of a he was more of a person that uh, enjoyed the limelight and enjoyed nice dinners and enjoyed women, but was not a violent person. And uh, you know he preached the funerals of first Dr. Sims and Joy, and then Helen Sims. And I think a person would have to just be a real sociopath to get up there in front of the church with their caskets and, uh, you know, preach a a sermon after he was the one that that killed them. Um, But, you know, to this day, some people think he did it. To this day, some people think he's capable and, and did this. But, you know, there's also people to this day that really admire him and uh, have told me, you know, if you find information that is conclusive one way or another, call me because he was my team chaplain when I played football and, you know, he, he did good things for me. And there's there's still a lot of people that love him. And uh, his family, of course, would like to see him taken off the list of people that are suspects. Jeremy, we've talked now about three suspects. Two of them I would consider to be elevated suspects. Were the were, And we'll talk about more next week. The other potential suspects, are they being pursued because there's evidence leading towards them? Or are they being pursued sort of to eliminate them to shine a brighter light on the two main suspects? I think both. I think you and you have to do both. You have to follow up on everything. If there's information, if there's questions about any person, you have to eliminate that and focus in on where the evidence goes. Um, and I think some suspects are just convenient suspects, like Dr. Roberts was convenient because of the rumors. We'll talk about somebody next week who was convenient because he killed somebody else. And sometimes it's easy to close the books on cases when you've got somebody that you know, did commit a murder. Jeremy, thanks for the time. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Jeremy Mutz, former state prosecutor, Sims Family Murders, Episode 9, Episode 10, next week. Something your mom would say you should do because everyone else is doing it. You're listening to The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 35 minutes past the hour. Good morning. Pause for thought in just a few minutes with Dr. Steve Steverson talk about your pets special breed problems mange the word mange is just brutal my dog has mange what are you you mangy mutt i mean it just it's got that old west quality yeah it's it's old bow bow's got mange 
talk about mange as well as other things in a few minutes. By the way, if you want to talk to me, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Easy way to email me. Maybe you'll make the cut. Make our email list, and uh, I'll read your email tomorrow. And by the way, if you ever communicate with me and you don't want me to use your name, just tell me. And I I don't use first and last names very often anyway, but just just say, hey, leave my name out of it. Cool. We're good. No problem. Uh, big stories. The president, I think he's making a tactical mistake. Simply because it's more fodder for the for the wackos out there. Uh, the Paris Agreement is a, a pledge to uh, do certain things as a nation. Of course, uh, China, India, everyone's going to do their own thing, and they don't care. They really just don't care. And so, for some reason, instead of calling out China and India and other industrialized nations that don't take part in the Paris Agreement and could care less, could not care less, I should say, uh, the left is going to rail against Trump for pulling out of this. I think he had to stay in it, recognize it's there's nothing ratified by Congress. There's, It has no binding pull on our country. Just ignore it. Just turn your people loose to make sensible regulations and eliminate as many as possible so business can can do business. Does that mean being reckless with our environment? Of course it doesn't. It's, it, it's stupid to do that. Now, it doesn't stop China. It doesn't stop India. And last I can tell, we are part of the same planet. And so whatever they do is going to impact us anyway, Right. I still think the whole climate thing is is latched onto by some because they don't understand the basic difference between carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide. I really do. In fact, I'm waiting for one of those on-the-street interviews with people asking them about carbon dioxide. And whether anyone will point out, um, it's it's needed. We have to have it. I just and there's 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 zero likelihood of uh, of carbon dioxide becoming in such abundance that it becomes any kind of problem for our country because plants take it in and through photosynthesis and plants being plants that would include trees they produce oxygen. We breathe in the oxygen. We produce carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide is good for the plants. That's why, the, the if anything, the, the world's greening up a little bit. Anyway, I just wouldn't pull out of the agreement. It's a, it's a meaningless agreement. However, there is another problem on the horizon for the president, and that is the testimony, uh, public testimony expected as early as next week in the Senate by James Comey, former FBI director. He's going to say that Donald Trump pressured him to end his investigation into Flynn, Michael Flynn. CNN terminating its relationship with Kathy Griffin. Let me say this about that. Here's my concern. Is it tasteless? Absolutely. Is there a double standard? Certainly. As Now, I, I credit some illiberals, and I credit the left, 
They've said this is a line crossed too far. I get that. Great. Good, 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 good. But let's remember, let's not be the the weak need, you know, oh, we can't take it. Look, the First Amendment allows for some nasty, ugly things to be said and, dem- and, and, and produced, right? So let's not let political correctness, you know, invade our mindset on this. She has every right to do it. She just shouldn't have. She's just tacky and tasteless and foul mouth and a potty mouth. That's all. But she has every right to do it. And I think we have to defend that. I really do. 40 minutes past the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Everything you need. Truth and entertainment. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 41 minutes past the hour. Remember, get the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to this program as well as many others. And stream music, your music, the music you like, whenever you like. Just go to iHeartRadio.com. Time for Pause for Thought. Talk about our four-legged friends with Dr. Steve Steverson of the Bradfordville Animal Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Steverson. How are you? Hey, Preston, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, my friend. Good to be back with Good. you. Um, we have yeah. been trying to get around to the topic of mange. Mange. Mm-hmm. Now, does mange only, because you always hear, yeah, mangy mutt. You always hear it d- discussed <laughs> with dogs. Do cats get mange? They can, Preston. Uh, mange actually is a little microscopic mite. There's a couple different types of, of mite that can get on a dog or a cat. Really? Um Yep, and uh, they cause the hair loss and the inflamed skin and uh, all the itching and scratching, the issues that you can see. Um, fortunately, nowadays, we have some drugs that are very, very effective in, in treating those, uh, all those types of mange. It used to be very, very difficult to treat uh, for some of the types of mange back in the day, but nowadays, we can very effectively eliminate it. Now, is it, is it contagious? Let's first talk pet to pet. Is it contagious among pets? Um, most types are Preston, pet to pet, direct uh, direct contact from one pet to another is how most of most types of mange are transmitted. Um, there is one type of mange that we do see fairly commonly here in uh, the southeast. But actually, is a mite that every dog has one or two of these mites on their skin. It's a natural inhabitant of a dog's skin, um, but it can overpopulate, and then they start losing the hair, and they have to be treated for it if it becomes a big problem. Is it at all? a contagion or a problem for humans thankfully no these uh these mites are uh, are pretty much species specific um some type of mange if you have a, a uh, you go get a cute little puppy from the shelter and it winds up having mange um and it's a certain type called sarcoptic mange you can get that mite on your skin and it can cause you to itch tremendously but it doesn't last very long thankfully we don't have to <laughs> We don't have a, it doesn't propagate on our skin. Now, you mentioned it can be treated. It can mange only be treated through a veterinarian, or can it be treated with over-the-counter shampoos and things like that? No, only through a veterinarian. It takes some prescription products to treat for mange. You know, the old wives' tale of, of putting uh, motor oil on your pet. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't work either. <laughs> what? Who said uh, that? That's a, a, a common old wives' tale. People come in asking us if they can put burnt motor oil on their pet to clear up mange, and was, that clearly was, does not work either. Was that was the idea behind that, that it would smother the mite or whatever it is that was you coming? You know, I, I assume that was the thought behind it. I'm not exactly positive, <laughs> oh my but it, it, regardless, it doesn't work. So 
Um, <laughs> it does take a prescription product to clear it up, but fortunately nowadays, most of the time, we can give a, a, a few oral uh, medications, prescriptions, and clear it right up. What is, I mean, good grief, there's fleas, there's bites, there's all kinds of things. I'm guessing this is more prevalent with a dog that's left outside. Uh, yes, it is. Um, and dogs that are in very large uh, population areas, if they go to a dog park or to a dog show or are in a shelter, uh, much more common to see than those dogs uh, than it is in an individual dog that lives inside in a household. All right. Okay, next time we visit, we're going to get to the special breeds and any problems they might have because I know that there are certain flat-nosed type dogs that might have some specialties that we need to consider. Yeah. So, uh, okay. doc, Dr. Steverson, thanks so much for the time today, my friend. Great. Thanks, Preston. All righty. Dr. Steve Steverson with me a couple times each month, first and third Thursdays for pause for thought as we talk about pets on the morning show with Preston Scott. 46 minutes past the hour. Next hour, it's the first day of hurricane season, so we'll talk with uh, Hurricane Hunter, Dr. Peter Ray. Five minutes past the hour. Hour number three, the morning show with Preston Scott. <laughs> I'm... I'm still just laughing at Hillary. Uh, it's Thursday, June 1st. It's program 3595. I'm Preston. That's Ryan. And it's great to be with you. Remember tomorrow, what's to be Friday? Chance to uh, get it off your chest. And there should be no shortage. <laughs> the news has been faithful. The gift that keeps on giving, Hillary Clinton, comes through yet again. Um, it doesn't matter what the previous, whether the previous administration was your party or not. You agree with what they agree with. No, you don't. What have you lost your ever loving mind? Wait. Yes, you have Hillary Clinton. I take responsibility for every decision I made, but that's not why I lost. Yes, it is. Hillary. I want to just point out, she continues to point at the Russians If the email contents, John Podesta's emails and uh, the com- the communications with Debbie Wasserman Schultz, which, by the way, led to her stepping down and resigning in humiliation, the activities of Donna Brazil, then acting chair. I mean, it just the list goes on and on. If those email had contained things that were flattering to Hillary Clinton, things that bolstered her credibility and character, as a woman of principle, whether you agreed or disagreed, she was a woman of honor. If those had been the, the traits contained in that email, my friends, she would be talking about the contents of the email. But she's not. See, they, didn't, they don't ever want to talk about the content of the email. And that is problematic. And so Hillary just cannot get her mind around the fact that she lost, and she's the reason they lost. She was a terrible candidate. Now, I don't expect her to admit I was probably not the best candidate. I don't expect her to admit that. You got your party's nomination, even if you cheated to get it. Uh, You know, okay. 
But the fact that she is totally unwilling to accept what was unmasked about her party, her campaign, and herself, we're not even getting to Benghazi. Anyway, it's 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 really brutal. She says, I have to say, I never thought that someone would throw out my entire career because I made a couple of speeches. Men got paid for the speeches they made. Oh, boy, the gender card. I got paid for speeches I made. Hillary, stop it. It's not about whether or not men get paid and you got paid as a woman. That has nothing to do with it. It's that you're a flaming hypocrite. Your own party criticized you when it came out what you were getting paid. And by whom? It's just so... I don't care that Barack Obama's making millions for a speech. I care that he he blasts CEOs of privately held companies for the money that they make. Meanwhile, he takes millions for a one-hour speech. That's hypocrisy. I don't care if these people make speeches and get paid. It's the hypocrisy of it. It's slamming Wall Street and taking money from Wall Street. But this is what happens with illiberals. They are illogical. So, that's not all. There's plenty of other big stories in the press box. It's just about 10 minutes past the hour. Don't know if it'll happen. We're trying to reach out to Dr. Peter Ray. He's not picking up the phone. Come on, Doc. Pick up that phone. We're calling you. 10 minutes past the hour. (laughs) It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Five minutes and he'll give you something to talk about. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 11 minutes past the hour. Well, I thought it was a good idea. (laughs) So did he. I uh, got a note yesterday from Dr. Peter Ray. Um, his prediction for the uh, season, and, and Dr. Ray, he's got a website. It's hurricanehunt.com, hurricanehunt.com. He, uh, he said the statistics will be much like last year. The one issue that could have an impact is if El Nino returns or if La Nina situation develops before September. The latter is less likely, and there is no better than a 50% chance that a significant enough warming in the eastern Pacific will occur in the next three to six months to have much of an impact. My prediction is 14 named storms, six hurricanes, three major hurricanes. So, of course, it's virtually never actually measured, just inferred the strength. Gusts, which don't count here, can be 30% weaker or stronger than the average. He said the capital city area will be spared a hurricane this year and next. Huh? I want to know how he knows that. What are the conditions in the troposphere? Is that a word? I think it's a word. Troposphere. I like troposphere. Why do you say it's tropo? Uh, I don't know, because I squatty potty. Give me a break. 
See, you reference something that people are now going, what? Because they weren't listening earlier in the program. Squatty Potty, long story, it has to do with Kathy Griffin. She's now out as the spokesperson for Squatty Potty. But also, you should listen to our program more. Stop it. Um, he said, this prediction is about one less in each category than what occurred last year. So there you go. That's that's what we're looking at as far as uh, the season of the storm. That storm season, which Al Gore said was settled science. It was going to be terrible. It was going to be cataclysmic every year. Worse and worse. Worse and worse storms every year. And, and run for your lives and people live inland. Except it didn't happen. Not one of Al Gore's predictions in Inconvenient Truth happened. And that is the definition of an inconvenient truth. Now, other big stories in the press box. And by the way, Joe Gomez will join me at the bottom of the hour, and we will talk about this Paris Climate Agreement. There is confusion out there, and I will be free to admit I am part of it. I'm confused. Every report I've seen said it is a non-binding agreement. Other reports, and Rush believes, and I got an email here from a listener who said that the Paris Climate Accord, check out Title 18 of the Treaty on Treaties, to which is the U.S. is a signatory, and that the accord is not toothless. Said you need to listen to Rush's take on it. Tell me what you think. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll ask Joe, see if he knows, and then we'll go from there. How about that? But my personal take is just do what you're doing. I don't know of anything that Congress has ratified with regard to this. And I thought I thought our treaties had to be ratified by Congress. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm you know, as as dumb as an illiberal when it comes to this stuff. I, I hope not. I don't think I am. But anyway, we'll see what the president does. Everyone's poised to just complain and whine. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For another month until something else comes up. Uh, I do think he has a problem with former FBI Director James Comey planning to testify publicly in the Senate next week, perhaps to confirm that the president pressured him to end his investigation of Michael Flynn. Now, Michael Flynn is out, National Security Advisor, but that's the allegation, and allegedly there's there's evidence in writing in terms of a memo. Wonderful. Well, if he did it, he was wrong. Shouldn't have done that, but we need to know more. CNN terminating their relationship with Kathy Griffin. Good. Apparently there is a line. And uh, Tiger Woods. Wow. ESPN photoshopped the image of his mugshot. Why? 16 past the hour. Sensei of Sensibility. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA.
Let's circle back and talk about this for a second. Kathy Griffin, we all know what happened. All right, she holds up this hideous image, a mask of Donald Trump covered in dripping in blood like she's an ISIS terrorist. In, in essence, that's what it is. And that the president's been beheaded and look at it, it's covered in blood and the photographer's getting off scot-free on this and he shouldn't because he's a jerk. And and here's what I want to caution everybody about. Yes, it's important to have the reaction, the response. Let me back up. The response that has existed to this. That's good. It's good that this got elevated to CNN and USA Today, and it's a story. And it's good that seemingly everybody's saying the image was horrific and she shouldn't have done it. Good. Good, good, good. But I want to point out, let's not, if you're a conservative or if you are like me and you are just so upset at what has happened to our culture because of political correctness, let's not be snowflakes. Let's condemn the image as tasteless, tacky, offensive, and oh, by the way, you're Baron Trump. You're an 11, 10-year-old, 11, 12-year-old kid, and you're seeing that? That's just not cool, man. It just isn't. I would never, ever have thought about, I'm, look, I can call Barack Obama a liar. But I would be horrified if somebody produced an image like that. That's just wrong on every level. But we've got to defend Kathy Griffin's right to do it. Right? Don't we? Otherwise, don't we fall into the trap of, oh, so political correctness only works one way? Okay, I get it. It's an offensive image. I get it. It offends your speech, but you see my point? We need to say that's tacky, tasteless, and then, you know, tell Squatty Potty we're not buying your products, whatever. I mean, fine. Do your thing. I think the right response has happened to Kathy Griffin. I I do. Now, I don't believe for one second she truly is remorseful for what she did. I don't. She's remorseful remorseful due to the consequences of what she did. She's not upset she did it. She agrees with it. She's, she's upset that it upset so many people because she said that. Seeing the reaction, that that everything she said was based on the qualifier. Seeing the reaction, it wasn't... You know, that picture was released, and I looked at it again, and I just, I was so disappointed in myself. Doesn't matter what anybody else says or does. You see my point? I just think that we have to dig a little deeper, and we've got to say what she did is wrong, but she has every right to do it, and leave it at that. Great opportunity here. Don't be hypocrites. We can't be a hypocrite. We got to be consistent. PC's PC. If something's take tacky, tasteless in in just bad form, 
call it out for what it is, but defend the right. There's a difference. ESPN doctored the photo. Speaking of photos, doctored the photo of Tiger Woods. Have you, Ryan? Have you thought for one re, one minute why, why in the world would ESPN have a reason? They say to make it fit the template that they used on air. Sorry, I was taking a caller. That's okay. Why? Why would ESPN doctor Photoshop the image? Uh, yeah, I, I, I maybe to. I really just don't know. Photoshop There's not a is, reason in in that tabloid way. It's you normally Photoshop to make things worse. They cleaned him up, and look, I'm not piling on here. If you read my blog, you'll you'll get my heart on this whole thing with Tiger Woods. Go to my blog page. Keyword Preston. My point here is I think they did it to just try to curry a little bit of favor with Tiger. It's the reason why reporters don't report sometimes, because they're friends. Have you is there a side by side of ESPN's Photoshop versus the actual mugshot? Yeah, there are side-by-sides. Photoshopped image on the right. I'm holding up for Ryan. Notice the hair in particular. Yeah, the hair is much better. Yeah, they cleaned up the hair. They touched up around the eyes a little bit. They just cleaned him up a little bit. And and it's again, it's like there's no reason to do it. It's just interesting. Speaking of ESPN, John Clayton out. He's been uh, laid off. There's more. We'll get to it. Big stories next. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Someone has to say it. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. 35 minutes past the hour. It is June the 1. Great to be with you this morning as we start the sixth month of the year. It is uh, program 3595. I'm Preston. Ryan Carter over there. David Allen will be back joining the crew on Monday after a week away from the show. And uh, joining us from Washington, Joe Gomez. Joe, uh, I'm, I'm going to lean on you, brother. Help me out here. What the heck is the Paris Climate Agreement? Is it a treaty that has teeth to it or is it not? Well, I would say probably. I mean, if, what do you mean by teeth? Like, if if, if uh, Trump were to withdraw from it, would there be uh, an apocalyptic meltdown? If, if uh, no. <laughs> no, Al Gore predicted that. Um, okay. Now, I you know I, we've we've got people saying, look, it's it's a gentleman's. I mean, I've literally read AP stories and people's write ups saying, look, it's it's in essence a gentleman's agreement that we're going to do X, Y, and Z by the year 2025 and so forth. Others yeah. have said, no, there's some teeth to this and that there are requirements and penalties if we withdraw. Well, no, I mean, I, I can't imagine that there'd be too many penalties because the Obama administration committed the United States to the agreement without getting it ratified in the Senate. So, I mean, if, if, if it wasn't even ratified in the Senate, I mean, to what to what degree would there be penalties if the U.S. were going to uh, withdraw from it. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, there'd be a lot of uh, international backlash, but to the average uh, taxpayer, to everyday Joe, I, I don't know that they're going to notice any sort of a difference necessarily if President Trump were to pull out of this. And by the way, it's still going to take 
like three years to unwind out of if uh, Trump were to decide to withdraw from this thing. So it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but I have seen a lot of like economic projections of, you know, the cost of uh, of maintaining the uh, the Paris Climate Agreement because of the uh, of the regulations involved. Well, that then begs the next question, and I've been arguing this morning, not everybody agreeing with me, that from a political standpoint, why not just stay in the stupid thing, keep people from screaming and yelling about it, and then just turn your people loose. You know, your interior secretary, the head of the EPA, to just undo the damage signed in by executive order. And, you know, I think that uh, Trump has been doing that to some degree. I mean, if you look back at March, for instance, he signed an executive order that scrapped the Obama administration's clean power plan. Um, And so, you know, he also has uh, placed at the head of the EPA, Scott Pruitt, the former Oklahoma attorney general who wanted to dismantle the EPA. So I think he's doing a lot of things uh, internally. Um, I I think I, I'm not so sure that he's actually going to pull out of this. To be honest with you, I think that maybe Trump is going to, uh, you know, kind of reconsider some of the regulations or try to try to refit the U.S.'s um, I think purpose or role in this in this broad agreement. But I don't know that he's necessarily going to make a full withdrawal from it. Yeah, I I think that he's just got bigger fish to fry right now than that. Um, I think, like you said, he can do that. If if he were to pull the plug, what's the over-under on how many times Al Gore holds a press conference in the next 24 hours? (laughs) I think it would be immediately. I think it would be like this. It would be like it's a CNN countdown clock. (laughs) So is the over-under like 60 minutes? Uh, do we set that and we take the under on how quickly Al Gore gets public comment? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd go for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think about 60 minutes. Joe, always good to visit with you, brother. Thanks for the time. Thanks. Oh, yeah. What's the- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over under. What do you think? Three o'clock. The president says we're out of Paris. 60 minutes. Over or under before Al Gore is quoted reacting to the to it? I'll take over just because I don't think he's got clout like that anymore. Oh, see, I'm taking the under because I think everybody is going to have him on the phone as as Trump is making his announcement. I, I, I'll take the under every day of the week. So the, we're going to set it at 60, 60 minutes, and you're taking the over and I'm taking the under. Deal? Okay. Tomorrow. That's going to be awesome on this show. <laughs> What's the beef Friday? And, uh, and of course, we'll visit with FSU baseball coach Mike Martin tomorrow on the program. It's 40 minutes past. It's the morning show. Spin stops here. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Wicked, 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 wicked. Scratching. That's what I do in my downtime. I scratch, man, you know. 
41 minutes best. That's the hour. This president's reckless actions endanger the globe. That's what Al Gore is going to say. <laughs> All right, let's get to the big stories in the press box besides that, because that 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 is a big story. Now, I, I've apparently gotten some criticism for suggesting that what Kathy Griffin did or said is protected speech. Is that is that... Am I getting that That's right? That's the gist of it. So someone was really, really angry with me for saying that we need to suck it up and not be snowflakes. Well, for saying that she has the right to say that. She does. I am I am nothing more than a messenger. I mean, I what let me put it to you this way. If 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 what she said was criminal, don't you think she'd be in trouble? She's in trouble in the marketplace. She's not in trouble with the law. I mean, did she call on people to kill the president? Did she say that? I'm just, I, look, I'm just, don't put me in the position where I'm I'm defending her. Good grief. What a reprehensible thing. She's a louse. I get it. I'm just saying, don't, don't fall into the trap of being like the snowflakes. Wah, wah, wah. Let them look. Hasn't the marketplace done its job? She has been scorned by even her peer group, right? Some, though not all, some of her financial connections have disappeared. That's what happens. Okay. I I just, there is an overarching right to be offensive. There is no right to not be offended. And best as I can tell, she didn't suggest that this is what people ought to go do. This was an image that, I, I mean, I don't know. Was there a subtitle that I missed? And if there was, that's fine. I thought it was a video. Was it a video? I don't, I think it was a video. I mean, the tweet got taken down so quickly that if okay. I had wanted to go and see it, I wouldn't have been able to. Okay. I, I'm, I guess I'm confused because a photographer did this. I guess the photographer ran video, I guess. I, I don't know. Anyway, you can be mad at me. You know, that's fine. I hope my overarching point here is is held on to, though. Let's not be them. Okay? And if you think this crossed that line, okay, that's fine. You're entitled to think that way. I'm just then, then let my words serve as a general warning. Don't play the game of, well... They say we can't say certain things, so 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 we say they can't say certain things. I, it, it just let's not be them. Condemn the act. Protect the right. Does that make sense? Isn't that what we say about the Second Amendment? Condemn those that take guns and do horrible things. 
protect the right to have guns. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, sorry. That happened once before. Um, there's more. We'll get to just a couple other loose ends here in just a second. 46 minutes after the hour. It's been a fast-moving show. It's called The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Morning Show 180, brought to you by the United Health Group. Fifty-one minutes past the hour. Glenn Beck next. Again tomorrow. What's to be Friday? You can be mad at me and complain. It's okay. It's all right. Or as they say, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right, dude. <laughs> FSU baseball coach Mike Martin tomorrow. The regional begins tomorrow. Game at noon, I think it is, and then at uh, six. And you can, uh, Seminoles.com, I believe you can get your tickets there on the the website. It was 50 years ago today. Don't let the song confuse you. It was 50 years ago today that the Beatles released the iconic album. It was 20 years ago today. Music historians say it's one of the most influential albums ever. Okay, now, I had to look it up. So may I introduce to you, what do you think it says? So may I introduce to you, oh, what is, the primitive of all these years? I don't know. The lyrics as it's printed out here state, let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Billy Shears. Shears. And Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Because then they all go, Billy Shears. I never, ever knew that line. I knew the other lines, but that's not uncommon for rock music. You, you, can, you can go a whole long, long time listening to a song not know one word they're singing. I love Nirvana. You know, I've always complained that's one of the things that I, I used to have a real problem with with country music. You could understand everything they were singing. (laughs) By the way, and FYI, you Panama City people, you are getting a Cracker Barrel. Hold your applause. Keep one hand on the steering wheel. That's right. According to the News Herald, the highly anticipated restaurant plans to set up shop 23rd Street inside the new Bay City Point. Development, corner of 23rd Street and State 77. If you are in business and you need a place that, that, that you will be exposed to a lot, of, a lot of traffic, that is the plaza to move into. Sign now. Just sign now. I have never seen a Cracker Barrel without people. Just haven't. Now, I think this is a weird location myself. Because they're almost always adjacent to an interstate. But, again, I'm going to default. It's a brand. And Cracker Barrel is going to have crowds. You can count on it. So, good for you, Panama City. Cracker Barrel coming to town. Time for the morning show. 180. A look back at the radio program in 180 seconds or less. I already gave you a little tidbit of history. There, there were other things. You can listen to the podcast. 
today. I, the show is just loaded with content. Of course, we had in the second hour, Sims Family Murders, episode nine. It will be up on the podcast page later this morning at some point. You've got the president likely going to pull out of um, the Paris Accord in some form or fashion, or will he? Joe Gomez says, I'm not so sure. We'll find out. The uh, The Paris Climate Agreement, though, is bad for the country, and it is meaningless in terms of, of affecting climate change. I need to do a voice every time I say that. I think I need to do something like what Austin Powers, Dr. Evil. Evil. You know, I climate change. I think we need to do something like that every time I say climate change. Garble warming um, would be fun. That would be fun to do. Uh, the president does have bigger fish to fry. Word is James Comey is going to testify to the Senate that... Um, The president pressured him to stop investigating Michael Flynn. If he's got written evidence, and apparently he does, that's not good. Hillary Clinton still can't take it. She still can't handle the contents of the emails, and her character was the issue, not, not the Russians. CNN terminating Kathy Griffin's hosting duties on New Year's Eve program, as well as uh, she lost a gig with one of her sponsors. Tiger Woods, the uh, perp walk, not the perp walk, the uh, the sobriety test is on the Facebook page and the blog page. You can check that out. Check my comments relative to that. ESPN photoshopped his image. Why? And tomorrow we'll do it all over again. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.